And welcome to the DS Live Podcast, episode four for the week of September fourth, two thousand six. As always, I'm your host Lloyd Hannison, and with me, as always, or as almost always, are the <laughs> Nerd Blurb guys, Steve and Edgar. Welcome back to the podcast, Steve. Hi guys, what's up, party people? <laughs> How's I'm it back. feel? You glad to be back, Steve? Kind of. You got to McDonald's. Yeah, set to go. I'm well fed right now. Rested. Did you have good. a good holiday? Get a, get a tan or anything since you uh, oh, I don't you, tan, you were away dude. last I just, week? I just burned now. You just burned. What was I doing last week? Nothing. Yeah. It was early. Yeah, you didn't do anything. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I was sleeping. No, you think you were at work. Mm-mm, that was no? yesterday. Last week, it was just early. That's it? Mm-hmm. You are a lazy ass. <laughs> you dropped us for, for sleep? some sleep? Come a little on. bit, yeah. You have oh, to treat the people better than that. Come on, dude. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, so, yeah. Th- I, or should we jump into the announcements? Well, I guess so. I I was checking uh, iTunes last week, and it turns out that the DS Live podcast is number one in the games and hobbies section in the Canadian version of iTunes. <laughs> Thanks in no small so part of my contribution. <laughs> now, now, see what's great about the way you you put that out there, and I love it, Lloyd. It's your uh, marketing uh, side of you. Is that DS Life is now number one in the games and hobbies section For of DS iTunes Canada? <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, that's what it is. Yeah, and we're yeah. only we're only number we're only number ten in the U.S. store. So oh, you uh, you U.S. people have to get your act together. And start taste. subscribing. <laughs> yeah, well. There's not much to do in Canada, so to listen to podcasts. No, listen to podcasts, yeah. yeah. Drink beer, that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. And uh, also wanted to mention that uh, if you guys have ever he- uh, headed on over to pgrevolution.com, that's my, um, up until last week, it was my PSP news site. We've started posting DS stuff up there now. So you can head on over to pgrevolution.com and get your daily dose of PSP and DS news. Good deal. Uh, how many, uh, how many news pieces do you have up there now? For the DS, oh well, a few. I mean, we post them every every uh, every day or so. We have uh, I have a couple people that are posting news up there. So good deal. You can check it out every day or add it to your RSS feed. Uh, you have underlings. And, uh, check it out. I do have underlings. We're have we're a, two of them, Steve. If you haven't realized, I have a yet. gaggle of underlings. In <laughs> I fact. thought we were associates. <laughs> <laughs> associates, underlings. Come on, same no thing, big difference. Same thing. Uh, minions, whatever. We're practically minions oh. if we're underlings. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> so what have you guys been playing lately? Let's let's get off that. What have you guys been playing lately? <laughs> I've uh actually I I picked up uh DS Tetris. DS Tetris, I picked it up last week, uh and I'm loving it. It's it's fun. I didn't think I was gonna have a lot of fun. I've I wasn't a big fan of Tetris, and to be very honest, and the reason why I picked it up for a girl. And, uh, but nice. I, uh, nice. it was a sound and wise investment at the time. <laughs> <laughs> In retrospect, less sound, less wise, but still a solid investment. Yeah, still solid. Um, I love, I love the, uh, the two player mode. I love all the different modes that the, the game has. I think that's what makes it fun. If it was a straight up Tetris game, I don't think I'd enjoy it nearly as much as I do, but it's a, it's a really fun game. I'm also playing a lot of Star Fox since it just came out and still playing a lot of Super Mario. Cool. How about you, Steve? Uh, I'm playing Star Fox. I didn't pick up Tetris. Uh, picked up Star Fox, and actually, I really like it. I think we're going to talk about it some more in depth later, yeah. not now. But bottom line is, it's good. <laughs> Lloyd? 
Oh, excellent. Well, I've been playing... Actually, I've been breaking out the Wi-Fi a lot, playing a lot of Mario Kart. Um, I actually was thinking of selling my game, my version of Mario Kart, to a friend. So I went and deleted my save game. Uh-huh. And then I realized, I'm having too much fun playing this on Wi-Fi, so I'm going to keep it. So now I'm going back through and... Uh, you were actually going to sell your the- Mario Kart? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to sell my Mario Kart because I wasn't playing it anymore. And I just wasn't having any fun with it. And then what? all of a sudden I started playing online. That's a oh, staple, dude. You gotta have your Mario Kart with like, your DS. You're all DS life credibility. Seriously, right now, man. man. I think we're gonna have to boot you. you gotta keep that stuff yeah, yourself. I, I know that now. I know that now. But I'm actually having some fun going back through and uh, getting gold on every race, so I can unlock all the characters and, that you already had and crafts <laughs> that I already had. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's actually kind of fun getting back in and doing that. Actually, made it almost like a new experience. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. Well, also if, uh, playing a lot of. S- What's that? I said if you uh, well if you lived in our neck of the woods, you could have uh, come by and. And play some hardcore four-player, five-player Mario Kart at the at the Dupuy and Ford Manor, and that's See, always that, a good that's time. That's what it is. That, that's what I'm missing because I don't know anybody that actually locally that has a DS that actually has and, Mario Kart. And whose so, fault is that, Lloyd? That's, whose fault is that? That's their fault. That's not my fault. That's their oh, okay. fault. They all suck. Is basically what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I've uh, been actually getting online and playing some some Wi-Fi matches and been uh, battling with the snakers and actually kind of learning some of the skills of snaking so I can kind of compete a little bit online. So you can cheat so along? Yeah, I can cheat along. If they're going to cheat, <laughs> I jump in right after them. So okay. it's, been, it's been okay. Also been playing some Star Fox. Picked it up on release day and love it. Love it a lot. Uh, been playing a lot of on of Wi-Fi matches with people from uh, the PGR forums mm-hmm. uh, and uh, having a lot of fun that way. And then tried some new games. Uh, been playing, uh, borrowed actually copies of Age of Empires and Tenchu. Um, Age of Empires is awesome. If you like, uh, like real time <coughs> strategy or turn based strategy rather, mm-hmm. awesome game. Um, plays really well on the DS. So I've had a lot of fun with that. And then I borrowed Tenchu. I actually borrowed it the day after it was released. And I thought it was kind of weird that my buddy was going to let me borrow it so <laughs> soon. But right. it's a uh, steaming pile of crap, basically, what this <laughs> game is. It should never been released. It, it should never been released under the name Tenchu. Like, it's just like Ouch, a horrible man. game. Really? So save your, save your money. Anybody that's listening, do not pick it up. It's just, it's not even worth playing. It is just a terrible, terrible game. Now, I so see here uh, by uh, the notes, Lloyd, that uh, you div- your, your uh, DS, yeah, uh, it's a little yeah, sick, huh? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I have to put a little Band-Aid on it. It's actually... The hinge is cracking. Wow, look at yeah. that. I was being so <laughs> smug and saying, oh, only Edgar's <laughs> abusing his DS and mine's fine. Uh-huh. No, actually, there's a small little crack. Actually, the whole width of the the, the back of the hinge. So wow, it's huh? probably about as bad as it can get. Do you throw it around a lot? Do you sit on your uh, DS from time to time? or Actually, I put it behind my rear tire in my car so I don't roll backwards. <laughs> so it, it, it works out. It works out really well. But <laughs> yeah, my... My hinge is cracked, so I don't know what I'm going to do if I'm going to send gonna it You're going to buy a black or... one. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, I think days. that's what I'm going to do. Because <laughs> I won't notice the crack. Because <laughs> then you won't notice the crack on the black one. Exactly. If, if it happens. Yeah, so it's been kind of depressing. Come to It hurts it, when though. you first see it, doesn't it? It does. I was like, oh, yeah, this thing kicks ass. I'm like, what? What is this? Oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. But sure enough. Oh, well, it happens. It's so, not going to fall off. So, Are you thinking you're going to return it? Are you going to keep it? What are you going to do? You know, I just got finished giving my new friend codes to everybody that I play with online. Yep. So to do it again, I don't really think I want to do that. Yeah. So I think I'm just <laughs> going to keep it. I think that's it. what Nintendo's banking on. People just going, eh, I'll keep it. No yeah, big deal. And with that, I've I've just realized how crappy the friend code system is on the DS. It's yeah. Just, it's what a big, big pain in the butt. 
Oh, well, actually, what the nice thing about Tetris is, okay, so I, uh, like I mentioned, I got the game for a girl and we played offline. The coolest mm-hmm. part of that, about it is I never logged online until the night I played her on Wi-Fi and it automatically takes her friend code from the time we played offline. And That's it shows awesome. that was really awesome. She was telling me, she was like, Oh yeah, well, last time we played, it automatically syncs up and you have my friend code and everything. I was like, but I didn't log in. So I didn't have a friend code at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had never logged into Wi-Fi, but sure enough, um, it remembered her and it remembered that we played. And as soon as I went into a friend, she invited me and it showed up and it worked perfectly i didn't have to See, do any kind of exchange or anything it was really nice really nice feature that's, and i hope that's that really smart games i've do actually that seen that on. well i've seen that as a feature on Star Fox, um ah. but it's not an automatic thing you actually have to go when you're playing uh like multiplayer you ah. actually have to hit a, a menu selection to download the friend codes of the people you're playing with ah. so it's kind of there but kind of not as well well, it'd be uh, nice it? if there oh, was... yeah, you go you go to the menus and you click on code exchange and it actually looks for people uh recent like around you that you can exchange friend codes with. Oh, really? So it's kind of neat. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Kind of. Yeah, neat. I hope they come out with another uh, a way to 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 speed that up. You know, a quick exchange, like you know, just like that, like exchanging game cards or something. Just like, would you like to play with this person indefinitely? And and you know, like if me and Steve play every game, it'd be nice to go. Okay, whatever Steve's got, I'll play. And yeah. you know, just link up with the his DS machine and uh, be able to exchange codes that way. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, what games are coming out? Let's talk about the release list and see what's coming okay, well. out the next couple weeks. Welcome to the DS Live Podcast. Bringing you the latest news from the DS scene. There's nothing coming out next week as far as we can tell, but there are a few games coming out the week after. Uh, we talked already about Mario Hoops 3-on-3 three three a couple podcasts ago, so that's going to be hitting stores September 11th or thereabouts. And then another game that we talked a bit about, Lego Star Wars 2, is coming out on the 12th. So oh, it's hurts. gonna be a, it's gonna be a good month. So hurts. It's gonna be an expensive month. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. I'm up to I think eight or nine games now. My DS as of having nice. it since June, I think. Nice. Yeah, it's crazy. And then I think I'm gonna. Are you gonna get hoops? Are you guys gonna get hoops? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to that. play it first. I thought we I'm were going to. That was the whole point. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get hoops too. Lloyd, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to play it. I think I'm gonna have to see how it how it plays. I've watched some of the movies and it, it looks cool. It looks great, but I don't know if I'd play it very much. So I'm going to have to uh, either rent it or borrow it and uh, play it that way. See, well, I guess you're under a, a different situation. Whereas like anything that Steve and I could play multiplayer, we're game. You know, pretty mm-hmm. much if the game's decent and, and it's Wi-Fi and multiplayer, we're pretty much down with it. So yeah, hopefully uh, the single player, I guess, is strong enough for you to pick it up. Yeah, hopefully. No, that's that's the big thing. Single player. I do have like a, a big group of people here that play games, but they're mainly sticking to 360 lately. So, unless I'm playing a 360 game online, there's no multiplayer. So it's kind of kind of crappy in that regards. So we'll see what happens. And what about Lego Star Wars? Are you, are you guys picking it up? I was a big fan of the first one, so I, I'm thinking yes. I, I don't know what we're picking it up, up on. I don't know if we're all getting it on DS, on DS. so we can play multiplayer, <laughs> uh-huh. or if I'm gonna get it like With on Jose. Xbox. Jose's would probably get on 360, right? Or or DS, where he and I are in the same situation. So if yeah. you guys both get it on DS, and I guess we're going four-player on DS. DS, yeah. But I want to see what the four-player is on DS also yeah. before we commit. But I'll definitely be getting it one way or the other. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Should be a good time. Yeah, definitely cool. All right. Do you want to jump into the news? Yeah, let's jump into the news. DS Watch News. 
We had a review about the uh, upper browser. Was it on the last podcast? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. We uh, we talked uh, pretty in-depth about it. We uh, had our reservations about it because of speed and, and so forth. But we've received lots of emails and lots of voicemails letting us know that we should reserve judgment until we actually play it here in the States because of the proxy, the way the proxy servers work, it pings the uh, Japanese servers, and that's a big reason why a lot of these people that are reviewing the browser in, uh, in the States or in the UK uh, are getting slow response times. So I guess we'll hold reservation until then. I've read reviews since um, in the last week. I think the European version, uh, someone got a hold of the European version, and they were testing it out, uh, I believe, on European servers, and it was working pretty well. Um, they gave it I think a 7.5 out of 10. So that can't be all that okay. bad. You know, that's a, that seems like a usable, uh, uh, score, uh, yeah, of the browser. Sure. Um, but they did say it's still a little slow, but it's not nearly the three minutes that we were talking about for loading CNET. So, um, did you read anything else about this, Lloyd? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, a lot of people that were, if they're in Japan, stuff is loading really, really fast. But if they travel around Europe, like if they're uh, doing like traveling for business, mm. they've noticed that it's slower when they're outside of Japan. So that could just easily be what it is. It's talking to uh, a local localized server, and since tra- like talking from the U.S. to Japan, it's not slow, but it's not fast. Right. And then you have to you have to go say, okay, I want to load this website. The Japan Japanese server goes out, pulls down the web information, and sends it back to you through them acting as a proxy like you said i could see where that would slow things down a yeah. fair bit so it makes sense so we'll have to see what happens i honestly hope that that's it because uh up until the reviews i was reading i was really i was pretty stoked about it i mean it'd be nice just to have a little a browser well now that my laptop is gone and i don't have one uh <laughs> kids don't buy a veritech yeah that's the moral of the story here um, if you guys, if you guys want backstory about my Veritech Frankenstein laptop, go to nerdbro.com and listen to, <laughs> uh, I don't remember which podcast it is, but email us and I'll let you know. Um, yeah, my, my laptop died. So I, I wouldn't, I don't think it'd be too bad to surf the net on my DS Lite, uh, now. <laughs> Since I don't Since have another choice. Else. Yeah. <laughs> keep, uh, keep that up. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. Oh, well, moving moving along. So, Steve, did you get your uh, Final Fantasy 3DS? I so wanted it. I think they're still available on Play Asia for like the cool, cool low price of three forty nine ninety. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. They're on yeah. sale. Well, they used to be ninety nine. Now they're just 90. yeah. Now it dropped about ten cents. <laughs> it's a favorable That's terrible. conversion. Well, apparently, when they when they hit stores in Japan, there was lineups around, like blocks and blocks of lineups yeah. for people to go pick it hot. up. The box and they sold nice. out. And they sold out the first day. So all of them new sold out. And they were selling in Japan for around $200 US. Yeah. And uh, I was reading a story where you can actually pick them up used now in Japan. And it was like the day after they sold out, people are already selling used versions. But they're what? $500 US. They're $489 like US to buy why? a used copy. Why would Okay, why are people already turning them in? People the flip it in 24 hours? Yeah, it's flipping. It's just like the eBay selling Xbox 360s on eBay for two thousand dollars. You uh, you buy it when you can get it, and then you flip it to double your money, and then buy it later. Uh, and it looks like that's what people are doing in Japan. So if you want to get your uh, your cool uh, Final Fantasy emblazoned DS lights, uh, you're gonna have to spend a lot of money to do it now. Three forty nine sounds like a deal now. <laughs> yeah, yeah no definitely. <laughs> Thanks, Lloyd. Definitely. We're gonna go and pick one up now. 
Order three and put them on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> I so wanted that one. I know. They look <laughs> slick. They look did really you see, slick. Did you see some of the other uh, ones that are coming out in Japan? Uh, yeah, there's an, there's what? one for that uh, soccer game. Like, was yeah, it? Winning Eleven. Winning Eleven, winning yeah. 11. And there's also a Pokemon one coming out as well. Oh, yeah. They which, well, yeah, yeah. So but, they're getting yeah. all these special edition DSs. And look at us. All we have right now is the DS White. Oh, That's yeah. It. I'm waiting for the pink one with, like, the white paw prints on it or something like that. That'll come with another version of Nintendogs. Nintendogs later on. Something. Yeah. I think that's when the white wench will fit, ha- have to officially jump on board. No, I was thinking about giving the white wench the uh, white one that I'm using and buying a black one. Are you thinking? <laughs> really thinking about it? No. Are you, no. Are you really thinking about no, it? No, not anymore. The white wench is giving Steve such a dirty look right now. <laughs> you don't need to be spending any more money, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, He's just kidding. Just kidding. And then we could trade our uh, our. Uh, no, we're not trading the shells. Oh come on, let's trade the shells. No. <laughs> you could have a black and white one. I could have a white and black one. <laughs> come on, it'd be the coolest. That's okay. Uh, DS Lite Oreo edition. Exactly, it'd be awesome. You'll have your own special edition, dude. No one else will have one like you. No. You'll have a part of me with you all the time. That's what I want. <laughs> I can sense that Steve's less than impressed with that idea. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh, all right. What else did you want to talk about, Lloyd? Let's not veer off the of topics too much. Uh, SimCity. Uh, did you guys hear about the announcement in Japan only, which is kind of weird for this game? Apparently, uh, a version of SimCity DS based on SimCity 3000 is going to be coming out. Uh, there was a big uh, full page spread in Famitsu, and it's going to be basically just like the PC version of SimCity, but on your DS, allowing you to get online uh, and play with other people, or just play the single player mode and build your cities. So it looks uh, definitely like a game that will be gracing uh, these shores because mm-hmm. SimCity was such a, a huge title in the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. That's it? That's all you got? Come on. That's all I got. Just, Come on, just, dude. Give us a little bit more. By the way, you like SimCity? It will be coming soon. That's Is that's it? all I really wanted to I'd say. I'd comment, but I haven't played SimCity. I haven't played SimCity yeah. since, like, well, like I think the Populous days when the Populous was out. And I actually I, think I may have played Populous, not SimCity. Oh really? <laughs> over SimCity. I don't know what. That uh, I think so I'm, you've never think... ever played SimCity, really? Never ever. Wow. Oh my! I remember playing SimCity on like old like XTs, so eight hundred eighty six machines in blazing. Like, you are <laughs> so four color support. When computers when computers only had a mall number of like T one. XT. When computers didn't have hard drives, you had to boot off floppy to start the games. <laughs> it was just in '86. <laughs> Were you also playing Oregon Trail a lot around that time? No. You wishes that you was died of dysentery. Yeah. Labs. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great oh. game. Oregon Trail is awesome. All right, let's go on to let's. Uh, well, you guys want to talk a little bit about uh, the uh, Nintendo finally releasing the black and white one in the U.S. Was it September 13th? Yeah, the black and pink one. 13th or 14th? I think it's the 14th, actually. 14th? Yeah, I think it's the 14th. Oh, okay. Which is actually the same day as the Nintendo press conference that they're holding in New York. Oh, that's right. That's right. Which is the press conference. Apparently going to celebrate the DS and the Wii, so all the the rumors are pointing towards the finally the announced date and price for the Wii will be announced there, and maybe some, some good DS surprises as well. Well, actually, um, this is not on the list... So I guess I'll just bring it up really quick. Did you guys hear that? Well, I, I'm, I know that you guys both read this, that uh, Final Fantasy in its first week sold half a million copies. Mm-hmm. Best third-party DS game ever 
That was expected, though. It was totally there's, expected. Uh, there's enough DSs for them to do those numbers. Yeah, but okay. So did well, you see the top ten? That they were expecting it to be so low. They only thought it was like three hundred thousand. I'm like, quit doing the conservative you estimates, me? you dumbasses. You guys are yeah. in Japan. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, but the really interesting, the other interesting part was that so automatically Final Fantasy got the number one spot on software sales in total in Japan. Super Mario number two. The next eight spots, all DS games in Japan. So one through eight DS were is DS winning. games? One through, no, one through ten. The next eight after the first two were so, all. At the top ten, every single game in Japan, every single top spot so software-wise. So just say all ten? Instead of the first one was well, DS, I know was DS, but then also the <laughs> next three through eight ten were DS. Because so it built up the anticipation. Plus? You idiot. It makes <laughs> you idiot for nothing. Yeah, just but it's the entire great. top ten were DS games. That's well, I was trying to build up the anticipation. Were you anti- did you anticipate Lloyd uh, something better than that? <laughs> That's what we expected. I, I, I had an anticipation, but I'm not going to go any further about that. I don't <laughs> talk about what I was, I was anticipating. Uh, so yeah, the, 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 Pop the, the bubble there. selling games are all DS right now in Japan. Every single one of them. There you go. Come on, that's kind of exciting. Shut up, guys. No, that is, that is. That's for, for a handheld to beat out every single console. Uh, not that really Japan has any good new generation consoles because the, the Xbox 360 is doing nothing over it's there. It's dead. But, yeah. but yeah, it's kind of interesting to see that the DS is winning on all fronts in Japan. It's pretty cool stuff. Um, yeah. But, uh, this also, actually, this is also on the last, uh, article that, uh, the Super Mario Brothers here cracked one million units as well. Yeah, it's it's selling like wildfire. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, what and else did you want to talk? I'm sorry. I, I was saying along the same vein, uh, Nintendo just uh, put out a press announcement last week, I think, that they had its two millionth unique user to log into the Wi-Fi service. Wow! So that means two million uh, DS and game combinations have logged into Nintendo Wi-Fi. Which is huge compared to any other online system. I think it took four years for, or five years for Xbox three or the original Xbox Live mm-hmm. to have that many people log in. Yeah, of course it's a pay it's, it's a, a pay, pay service, system. but yeah, but yeah, it's uh, people are really adopting the Nintendo Wi-Fi, so it's going to look good for uh, when the Wii launches. It's going to be using the same type of system, so there's going to be a lot of people online playing games on Nintendo. Now I know that's not a Wii cast, but I read somewhere that the online branch of the Wii won't be up and running fully. I think Red Steel is going to use it, but for some reason I read that it won't be full-fledged for when the system's actually launched. And it won't that was some rumors. I, I heard some stories where people were saying that thir- any third-party people will not have yeah. access to Nintendo Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's what I, I was reading but too. Then, yeah, but then Ubisoft came out and said, no, no, that's false. We're actually going to have some online components with Red Steel. So... I don't know if maybe that was a, a, a mistranslation from a Japanese interview or something, mm. but maybe we'll find out more on the 14th at the Nintendo press conference. Let's hope so. Yeah. Uh, and you want to talk a little bit about Portal NDS. Yes. Been getting actually a, a lot of emails and a lot of voicemails about people looking for information on Homebrew. Mm. And I'm working on a, a segment for a later edition of the, uh, the DS Life podcast to kind of go into detail on how to get homebrew up and running on your DS. But just wanted to point out a couple websites. Um, one just launched a couple weeks ago called Portal NDS, which is a, it's based on a wiki and it's a wiki of every single homebrew game application and demo that's come out for the NDS. Nice. Uh, so you can go check that out at, uh, I'll post the link on the show notes because it's like dev-scene.com slash 
portal colon NDS. So it's kind of hard to, uh, to remember and punch in. But there's also another one that, uh, Vile left on our MyChango voicemail box. And it's called ndshb.com. And that's just a, uh, a smaller site with news and links to all the latest homebrew that's coming out on your DS. So there you go. If you guys are interested, you can go check it out there. Well, let me ask you this, though. What can you expect from these homebrew games or homebrew programs? Like, are they, are most of them games? And uh, do any of them do anything else? Um, there's some games. Uh, there's actually, I guess the bulk of them would be games. There's uh, some really, um, simplistic ones that are more of just tech demos, but there's some that are actually not really cartridge worthy, but they're actually really decent uh, versions of the games. There's ports of Doom, for example. Uh, there's a port of Quake that's going to be coming out uh, that a guy's working on. So there's some some pretty full-fledged games. Um, but more importantly, there's a lot of applications. Like there's uh, an instant messaging client that you can use over Wi-Fi. Uh, there's a, uh, a scheduling calendar personal information manager type application. There's just a whole bunch of stuff. And, uh, if you're a musician, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of applications that allow you to use your DS as like a drum pad or a MIDI sequencer or stuff like that. So That'd there's fun to play a, with. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a pretty large, um, Nintendo DS homebrew scene, um, that have been putting out applications for a long time. And I really never looked into it till recently. Well, so, thanks, Lloyd. I think I'm going to look into that now. Yeah, and all you basically need to, to play it is uh, you either need to hack your DS or you need to buy one of those uh, flash cartridges so you can load the ROMs right onto it. Uh, so, again, I'll uh, get more into that in a future episode and I'll kind of give you a, a walkthrough on what you need to get homebrew on your DS. Cool. I look forward to that review. All right, so that I think that's going to about do it for the news for this week. There's mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit to cover, but uh, we also have a, f- a few reviews to cover. Do you want to get into that? DS Live. Listen, this is reviews. Yeah, let's uh, let's go with uh, yours really quick before we go into our our sixty second reviews from our listeners. Let's talk about right. your Wi-Fi USB connector experience. All right, so I was playing Wi-Fi online, Nintendo Wi-Fi. I was playing Mario Kart and uh, Star Fox, and I kept getting dropped because my router is old and it kind of sucks. So I was like, how do I fix this? I was looking around, looking at the different routers I could buy, and I didn't want to enter like new web keys into every device that I own in my house. So I actually went down to the local EB Games and picked up a one of those USB Nintendo Wi-Fi connectors Mm -hmm. and didn't know what to expect. I thought I'd be returning it, um, but I wanted to tr- test it out anyway but it actually works really well um, you buy it it comes in a box with basically the USB key and a CD-ROM it only runs on Windows unfortunately so if you're if you have Mac or Linux it's not going to run for you mm. but you basically just uh, install the software it installs this little Nintendo uh, Wi-Fi application you plug it in and that's it that's all the configuration that you have to do it's super simple hmm. um, and then when you're inside of say Mario Kart you go into your Wi-Fi settings and right at the bottom um, when you're creating a new connection to get into Wi-Fi. There's a button that says use a Nintendo Wi-Fi USB connector. You click that, it uh, pairs up with your PC. You get a little pop-up on your PC saying someone's trying to connect. Do you want to allow them? You click yes, and that's it. And it just works. Wow. It's uh, It actually works really well. I was really surprised. It reminds me a lot of uh, any Apple products that come out where you just kind of plug them in, they work, and that's all there is to it. So Nintendo really made this simple for the users. That's good. Um, yeah, so if, if you guys are having 
iffy connections on your Wi-Fi router or you just want an easy way to get up and online, I definitely recommend picking up one of these guys. They're around $35 or so, and uh, they're available at any electronics store that sells uh, Nintendo DS. Does it seem like you find uh, matches faster, or is it the same? Um, the, I find matches about the same, but I'm not getting dropped anymore, which is a good thing. Hmm. Yeah, I was using a, an old, an older Linksys, a Linksys router, and for some reason, halfway through the games, about every fifth game or so, it would drop me in the middle of a game, and I'd have to go back and and start a new one up. So this is definitely a better experience for me. Oh yeah, actually, uh, I'm, this review about sounds very similar to one of our buddies uh, from another podcast. Did got the same thing for the same reason. His his router was actually incompatible. Um, oh, okay. And there's a few routers out there. So if you guys are having problems uh, connecting to your router, um, there's a compatibility list on Nintendo's website. Um, but his was incompatible. And, you know, obviously he didn't feel like he had to switch his router. So he just went and bought one of these USB, um, the USB adapters and it worked great. He liked it. You could log on. No, no worries. It doesn't, it didn't drop him. Uh, and no. he gave it a glow. It kind of the same thing the situation with him was like, oh, I don't know how th- this thing's going to work. You know, I'm going to go pick it up. And if it works, uh, well, I'll keep it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it worked the other very cool well. thing with this. Well, the other cool thing with it is it supports up to five users at one time. So you can have yourself and four friends sitting in your house getting on Nintendo Wi-Fi through the same USB connection. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's That's cool. Pretty and there's also, uh, these are rumors right now, but there's rumors that you'll be able to... Watch out, Crazy Wii. Lloyd. Watch out with the rumors. That that you'll be able to get in, uh, use your Wii to use this device to get online as well. So you won't have to use your uh, your wireless base station yeah. to get your Wii online. So yeah. it's probably a good investment if you're thinking of getting your DS and maybe your Wii online in the future. Oh, good deal. All right, there we go. So we have some 60-second reviews, do we? Yes, we do. Uh, first, like to thank everyone who actually sent them in. Um, and we have, uh, three choice ones that we want to play right now. Uh, keep sending them in. We're loving this. It's the, every, I think every one of them is very well done and, uh, well thought out. So we definitely appreciate the time and thought that's going into these and we would love to hear more. Yeah. We actually had two Mario Kart's, uh, reviews submitted, but we, only really are going to play one right now. We might play the other one in a future podcast, but we have Mario Kart by Mitchie D. We have a review of Star Fox Command that was sent in over our voicemail line, uh, the My Chingo voicemail by Hobo Zero. And we have a review of Metroid Pinball that was sent in by Willie J. So let's uh, listen to those. Hello, hello. And this is Mitchie D with the uh, 60 second review for Mario Kart DS. Uh, actually, the DS Life podcast is the reason I bought a DS, and all the chit chat about Mario Kart, uh, just kind of, you know, it it sold it. Uh, so Mario Kart was the first game I picked up, and I'm really, really liking it. I mean, you got crazy fast Mario Kart and with uh, great weapons, some old, some new. Uh, you got a ton of courses, also some old, some new. You got a bunch of classics like Rainbow Road and the Wario Stadium from the N64. Uh, great multiplayer, two to eight players, both uh, Wi-Fi. With the single cart, you can share with up to seven other people. And via the internet, you can play with seven other people again. Play up to eight. And you can use the friend code method. Uh, and again, you can use the, the Wi-Fi for short range sharing with some friends, even if they don't have a copy. Uh, decent visuals. I mean, it's Mario Kart. What can you expect? And it's just fun. Tons of characters, remarkable, great missions, tons of racing to do. It's it's good fun. 
So if you're into racing or Mario Kart or looking for just a new game for your DS, it's definitely Mario Kart. DS is the way to go. Uh, enjoy Mario Kart. DS Live. Listen, listen. Reviews. This is Hobo Zero with my 60-second review of Star Fox Command. I was very pleased and surprised with the single-player mode, as it's very non-traditional for a Star Fox game. Sort of Advance Wars meets Star Fox. It adds a lot of the strategy to the game that just wasn't there before. I finished the first storyline, and I can tell there's going to be a lot of replay value with multiple paths and different endings. The Wi-Fi multiplayer were very fun. I didn't get a chance to play six-player single-card play, though, but it will be later this week, and I'm really looking forward to it. Though there is a slight learning curve in the game, you not really just a pick-up-and-play game like Tetris or Mario, you really have to teach the person how to play it before you start. The game does seem to slow down during heavier fights on a single-player mode. I didn't notice anything on multiplayer or even Wi-Fi, but on single-player, when you get more enemies on the screen, the frame rate does seem to drop. I was disappointed with the bland consoles of the ships, and the menu backgrounds are pretty boring. In Metroid Prime Hunters, each hunter had its own different, unique, and interesting console, but these ones were just variations of the same thing. There also just seemed to be something missing. I wanted a mode where you could just pick up and play it for 10 minutes and then put it down, but it just wasn't there. You had single player and multiplayer, and that's about it. Other than that, I definitely recommend the game, whether you're not or you're a Star Fox fan. This is Willie from Anaheim, and here is my review for Metroid Prime Pinball for the Nintendo DS. A lot of pinball games usually lack in quality, but I'm happy to say that this is the opposite with Metroid Pinball. It has some great tables to play on, a pretty good multiplayer experience with a single cart, and an excellent system for competing for the highest score worldwide. The aspects of Metroid Prime Universe are used well in this game as what can be called pinball minigames. It does take some time getting used to the pinball going up and down on the two screens, but once you play for a while, you can predict where it will land. You can also go to the website MetroidPrimePinball.com and sign up to submit your high score code and compete with others around the world to be on the top list. You'll see me there on the expert mode scores. The only complaints I have for this game is that it could you could have used a few more tables and that it seems like on one level, the pirate ship, there are some odd bounces the pinball takes where it goes into the gutter too often. I highly recommend this game to any lovers of pinball out there since it holds true to classic pinball aspects while throwing in some great Metroid features. DS Life Touchback. Hey guys, this is Ben from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, love the DS Life podcast. Uh, listening to it at work and what what have you. Uh, quick question: I uh, just got a DS Lite, and can you give me a list of like five games that are must-haves? Uh, I mean, I've done some research myself, but wanted to know uh, you guys' opinions, and uh, hopefully you can put it on the show. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Well, thanks, Ben, for sending in that one. Uh, so what do you guys think? What are, you, what are your top five games for the DS? Top, Tackle this top one, Top five must-haves. Jump on this one. All right. Uh, well, let's see. I'd go with uh, Brain Age. Got to have the Brain Age. Yeah. It's between the Sudoku and the actual Brain Age stuff. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Super Mario Brothers. Trauma Center, mm-hmm. Mario Kart mm-hmm. DS. Wow, Trauma, Trauma Center, Center made the list because it's different. It's yeah. different from all the other stuff. Yeah. And uh, actually, I'm gonna cheat a little bit and say Final Fantasy III. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't Ooh. do that. I just did that. I don't think you could do that. I can do that. Lloyd, Lloyd, go over the review, the rules real quick. Can he do that? Uh, Judges I'm says looking. Oh yeah, item eight point five. Oh, you can't talk about future bastard. games coming out. You actually read the rules. Yes. I did. I Good did. job. He broke out the book and he went. God damn it! 
<laughs> well, how about you, Edgar? Well, now that totally changes everything. Changes nothing. Uh, I would definitely have to say Mario Kart. That is mm-hmm. on my my top. Probably I I still probably put more hours into that. Even though I've been playing a lot of new Super Mario's, Mario Kart, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, I'll change it up a bit with uh, Brain or uh, not Brain Age, uh, but uh, Tetris. I really dig mm-hmm. Tetris, and the fact that anyone could jump on it, everyone knows Tetris. And that, uh, you know, who would have known that uh, Tetris uh, could get you chicks? But Tetris, definitely. Um, let's see, Brain Age, and I get to pick one more game. I don't know what my last game would be. You can cheat and we say can come Zelda. back to you. Okay, <laughs> what, what would, you, what would your top five be, Lloyd? Uh, my top five, well, now Mario Kart, since I've, I'm back in and playing it again, even though you guys shamed me earlier about it, I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. So I definitely would want to keep that one. Um, I'd have to say Mario, uh, cause Kara plays that like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. That's the game she's always playing. Um, I'm having so much fun with Star Fox. I'm going to have to throw that high up on the list as well. Uh, the Wi-Fi is good and, uh, the single player good is good as well when you're not, uh, shooting down mother missiles with your mother plane because that's the worst part of the game ever. But, Lloyd, uh, that's pretty good. 13 or do I have to bleep oh, that out? Did I, did I just swear? You have to bleep it out. You okay. Bleep. All right. I was going to say, let the swear gates open. Damn. 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 So I went to Vegas this past weekend. <laughs> so how many did you? Oh, yeah. no, we'll save that for, for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's three. Uh, the next one, brain age, uh, you'd have to have something to, I don't know, work out your brain uh, between gameplays. And I'd have to say Castlevania. I had so much fun playing that game. I'm actually going back and trying to collect every single soul uh, in the game. So having a lot of fun with that one as well. So, so none of us hold uh, Big Brain Academy in a very high regard, considering that we all picked Brain Age. Well, because I wasn't going to pick one. I wasn't going to pick them both. Yeah. And if yeah. I had to pick one, no. I, I didn't really like Big Brain Age. Because Sudoku. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I didn't like Big Brain. I mean, it, it was good, but it was very... It was just like a collection of mini games. It's like playing a WarioWare or something. It needed structure. It, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it wasn't structured at all, so I wasn't, uh, wasn't too happy with that one. That's it. I like the games actually probably better. Then, because I like the QB games and the shape recognition, all that type of yeah. stuff in Big Brain. But mm-hmm. without the structure, to give me some type of set way to play each day, kind of the way Brain Age does, it didn't, yeah. it didn't come back. Yeah. Brain Age makes you feel like you're actually progressing in the game and, and either getting stupider or smarter, but at least there's that progression that happens when you're playing it. Actually, this is going to be a question for the listeners. Uh, Big Brain Academy, I can't score past, I think, 1,100. I haven't touched it in I don't even know how long, but I think my peak was like 1,100-something. Kenny's getting 1,200, but what I don't get is at the beginning, he tells you the average person, the big their weight is around 1,400. what the hell and then he says the guy he's like you know i've hit 1800 and but maybe you could get there someday no i can't i can't even hit average person my brain's not that big no and i have a decent (laughs) brain age my brain age is all right but it's i guess it's young it's just a small brain the test because brain age i don't know just the way what the tests seem to focus on it seems like the two different like one person can excel at either brain age or one person can excel at big brain yeah yeah totally Totally. Well, I, I curious to know, I'm curious to know if uh, if some of you guys are having the same issue, or if you guys are actually scoring like up in the upwards of 1400. If if more, let us know. I'd be really curious because I know my little brother. He plays it a bit, and he's gotten around 1200. Yeah. Brain age just seems like math and like memorization, whereas big brain is seems like conceptual, spatial type of 
reasoning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you excel at one or the other, that's going to be the cart that you do better at. But 1100 average is 14 in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's move into our next voicemail. Hey, Lloyd. Uh, this is Ty Smith, a uh, longtime listener of the uh, your regular PSP podcast, and just brand new listener to the new DS Lite podcast. Uh, quick question for you. Um, I love love both formats. I'm really becoming a big big fan of the DS Lite. In just the last couple of weeks, I've bought like four games: uh, Big Brain Academy, Brain Age, of course, uh, Super Mario, and Mario Kart. The question is this: uh, If a game comes out for both platforms, which what's the overall rule of thumb of which one you would go with? Um, personally, uh, I'm really liking the DS Lite because I commute and I take a commuter bus into San Francisco and back. And when the sun hits uh, the PSP, I can't see anything. But yet, when I set that screen on bright on the DS Lite, it's great. Uh, but I know there's pros and cons of both formats. So just an overall rule of thumb: if it's on both platforms, what's your quick instinct as to which platform to go with. Thanks. Let me know. Bye. All right. Well, thanks, Ty. I think I'll handle this one since I play both the PSP and the DS. Um, I don't know. Games games that are released for both the PSP and the DS, they're usually fundamentally different. I mean, the, they're usually changed a little bit on the DS to take advantage of the touchscreen and other stuff like that, where the PSP, they're trying to do more of a console port. Um, so it, it really depends on, on what game it is. I mean, if I was going to be picking up uh, a sports game, I'd probably pick it up on the PSP. Yeah. But an action game, I'd probably pick it up on the DS just because you get the, the tactile control with the uh, stylus. So it, I'll, I'll have to kind of bow out of this question gracefully and say that it really does depend on the game. It does um, depend on you'll the have genre. To, you, you'll, have to, you'll have to compare both titles and see which one you like best. No, absolutely. It's been my experience too that basically the PC or the PSP gets the mediocre console version and the DS mm-hmm. will get a version that's more akin to what a traditional handheld would be thought of. Oh, for sure. And it's good. that's what's kind of pissed me off lately about the PSP is you get a console port, but it's a console port that's been pillaged of, of all the good features. So half the stuff is like stripped out just so it can fit in on the UMD or whatever. With broken control to boot. Right, oh, really? big time. Big time. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, they just, there's what? no easy way for them to distill two analog sticks into one analog nubby. It mm, just doesn't was- work. What was Sony thinking? And, and, take, off you two, go back? and take off two buttons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why would you take a step yeah. back? I just, I never understood that about them. Well, they but anyway. need to recognize, well, wrong podcast for this, but they need to recognize <laughs> that it's not a PlayStation 2. It's yeah, not, exactly. and they can't port over the same experience they need. But, oh well, by the time they realize well, that, why, it's going to be dead in the water. <laughs> well, that's why games like LocoRoco are going to do well on the, the PSP, where first-person shooter ports aren't going to do so well on the PSP. just cause mm. the Is that that new... Puzzle game that uh, Sony's really hoping takes off. It didn't do so. Well. Loco Roco didn't do yeah. so well. Yeah. Really? It it, it, it didn't so well, so well and didn't do well in Japan. But it's and they were hyping the hell out of it. They had banners yeah. and billboards and they were Asian girls back. running around. Well, they've actually dude. gone back and they've hired some really popular celebrities out there to pose with the game and do advertising for it to really kind of push the game out there. That was their that was their one uh, gold ring that they were reaching for in it didn't really work out for them, so they'll have to see how it does in the U.S. Yep. Another great white hope is the uh, pink PSP. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with, it's, it's pink with an exclamation mark, so don't don't uh, don't forget about that. Hey, it's fabulous, it's fashionable, and then 
I don't know, some other F word. Oh, God, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's get into our last voicemail. 30 and fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a 35-year-old woman. But this is not a PSP bashing podcast. This is a DS no. Lite podcast, and we celebrate the, what is the DS Lite and DS. All right, All do right, we have any so other uh, voice messages? We have our last message. Ah, and, that's right. Uh, and, this one I thoroughly and, and enjoyed. I, I love this one. Let's uh, Let's listen to it. Hey, um... I've been um, listening to your podcast for, like, ever, and I love it. I've gotten, like, 20,000, a lot of people to subscribe and get DSs and stuff. So, um, I've gotten your podcast ever since I came out. I've had, like, so many other podcasts. All the rest of them are crud. This was the only good one. And I have my iPod, and every time I want to listen to a podcast, I just listen to yours. Nothing else good. Madden NFL 07 for the DS, it sucks. Don't get it. Whatever you do, do not get it. I'm just talking. Don't get it. So, just see ya. Right. Yeah. If you guys listen close, closely, you can actually hear, uh, I think it's one of the PSP podcasts playing in the background of that voicemail. So he was actually listening to one of our podcasts while leaving us a comment on how good our podcasts were. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's all we got to say about that one. Appreciate it. We're glad you enjoy the work we put out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to wrap this one up, eh, Lloyd? I think, that, I think that's going to about do it. It was a pretty long one this week. Uh, they, they're getting longer and longer. This will be condensed, though, I hope. Uh, I, also, we've we've received a whole pile of voicemail and email of people complaining that it's not coming out often enough. And we just we just want to remind you guys that we are putting out a podcast that is out every two weeks. So if you look every Monday or every Tuesday, you're not going to find one because it is coming out every two weeks. So you can stop uh, stop sending in the hate mail about how we're not putting out enough of them because we're, we're telling you guys up front <laughs> that it's coming out every two weeks. We're not hiding anything here. Awesome. <laughs> not, yeah, we're sorry. We have other projects coming out. Nope. Nope. Two weeks, bitches. <laughs> That's <laughs> all you're getting. <laughs> That's all we have to say. That's all uh, we have to say. Well, wine takes but, time uh, to mature. You can't That's, just... Moral of the story, kids. Hate mail gets you nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Except laughter from us yeah. talking about it through email after after the fact. <laughs> but anyway, we, we don't want that to discourage people from sending their comments in. And we do have lots of methods uh, for people to do that. You can uh, do it on our website, dslifepodcast.com. And you can uh, either send us an email or leave us a MyChingo voicemail message right there on the website. Or you can uh, send us a voicemail to our actual phone-in voicemail line, which is area code 206-326-1221. Nice. Or shoot us off some email, dslifepodcast at gmail.com. Again, guys, we appreciate everything that you guys have been sending us thus far. Uh, more 60-second reviews, because we would like to do this uh, every every two weeks. Not every week, because we only do this twice a week, or every uh, two weeks. Just stop talking. <laughs> I'm, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> is it every week? Is it twice a week? What is, is it? it? Two, yeah. That's why I keep getting the hate twice mail. Edgar said it was twice a week. Well, actually, last time, I think... Oh, no, I edited that part out. Lloyd... No, no. Did I edit it out? I think Lloyd no. had said... See you uh, next week. Yeah, yeah see you next week. Is. Yeah. <laughs> I left that, to listen to it. After that's why he's getting the head. hate. We're getting the hate mails because Lloyd's telling oh. him that we're gonna give it to him every week. 
I heard it. I shook my my head, and then I immediately opened up the voicemail or the email box rather, and there was an email saying, "Oh, you guys are putting it out weekly again." It's like, no, <laughs> we didn't put it out weekly ever, so we can't put it out <laughs> weekly again. And no, we just we have other stuff on the. You door. sound really very can't. angry about yeah, this, Lloyd. Uh, sound very angry at all, kids, Lloyd. Jeez, you guys, you guys know me. I'm not an angry person, so oh, we just, think you uh, are. Yeah, we heard funny. your review of Tenchu earlier. I was angry, angry, angry. <laughs> Play the game, and you'll be angry too. Uh, a big uh, pile of better. what? What was it? A big a, pile of what, Lloyd? What a big steaming pile of crap. Is That's what it, what it was. Yeah. But it's actually kind of funny. I found out after the fact that the game was only released at EB Games, so it wasn't. Uh, it's not being sold to any other stores. So I think they what went the directly to EB saying, this is a big, this is a, a an okay game, but we just want to have a an exclusive with your store. I think I've heard and this done before. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, and Microsoft it, it released the mouse game on the Xbox only at Toys R Us. Oh. Uh, I think it was called Sneakers, and it was only out of Toys R Us. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever seen it's a copy a, in the wild. In the it's wild. The bad <laughs> games, they, they always do that. And the other red flag for this game is they didn't send, well, they didn't send out review copies to any of the big magazines, so that's another red flag that should go up on this game, that or, or they're really trying copies. to hide it from, from getting reviews before it was in stores. So, guys, save your money. Don't uh, don't pick it up. But if you have to, if you uh, want to play it to see how bad it really is, rent borrow it, it from Lloyd's friend. <laughs> yeah, borrow it from my friend because I don't think he wants it back ever. Would, would it be enough to rent it just to laugh at it? Is it that horribly bad? Um, no, it's not like Aquaman bad on the on the Xbox, which everybody had to play just to laugh at how bad it was. That one looks so bad. It's just <laughs> it's just <laughs> a really the videos, of it, the videos were terrible. Aquaman oh, on yeah. Xbox. I never Aquaman looked it. like he belonged in like Winger. Really? Yes. <laughs> it it looked like his character model was from the N64. His it superpower was, was a dolphin would come and kill people. <laughs> Shut <Yes>. up! <laughs> awesome. And it didn't just awesome. kill him, it pushed him out of the way. It just, uh-huh. so just came and grabbed the guy and pushed him out of the way. <laughs> it like was just NES so bad. Stuff. It was a show. Or the sprite it, just leaves the screen? It was a very Yes, exactly. Oh, that's horrible. awesome. But yeah, this game, this game is bad. I mean, there's this, they put in this, like, really large, um, I don't know, sub game of making your own ninja weapons, mm-hmm. but you don't ever have to use them in the game because you just run behind a guy and hit him once and he's dead. So there's no, there's no real skill to doing anything here. It's just, it's a horrible game. Just save your money. Don't, don't even waste Rent the time it renting it. Okay. Yeah. Let's not talk about it it's, anymore then. It's bad. And waste it, time on it. It's officially dead to me. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to go play some Tenchu and, uh, some Aquaman. <laughs> And we'll see you guys later. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Talk to Bye. you later. DS Life, your DS News source. 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 source.